Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to the Copyright Podcast. It is Mick and Christian once again to dissect the amazing Palace nil-nil draw that nearly sent everyone to sleep. Um, Yeah, Christian, (laughs) how's it going lad? Yeah, good. I was gonna say, oh, it's Friday, so everything is good. But it's only Tuesday, and <laughs> and we and we played a boring and shitty game against Crystal Palace away. So it is only Tuesday, and uh, you know, it's still a long week to go with work and stuff. But the positive thing is we play tomorrow again, which we'll talk about. And I kind of uh, you know look forward to it, uh, despite what what happened during the weekend. So there's two sides of it, as as usual. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, you can look at it like Liverpool play again, but then you can go, oh, Liverpool play again. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. But I yeah. suppose we, we, we have to start with uh, Palace, of course. After the after the Madrid game, there was four changes, which I suppose some were enforced with the likes of uh, Gomez and, and Nunes. And then you had uh, Milner and Keita coming in as well for uh, Bacetic and uh, Fabinho. So there was a, a few changes, but I think away from home, is all I think we've mentioned it. Well, I've mentioned it loads. Like our away form is just absolutely shocking. It really is. Like Newcastle gave us a boost. I think pushed us to like eleven points out of 11, 11 games. So I was never going into this one thinking it's going to be an easy, an easy one because especially when you get the team news through and there's no Darwin Nunes, and it's very much a case of if Liverpool don't have, don't have Darwin Nunes, then it's very very difficult to. To replace that ability, as good as Jota is, he's only just came back from injury, and I think he looked good in parts. But when you're missing, when you're missing Nunes, you, you're always going to have a few more troubles because he's 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 chaos personified. But he can also, as we've seen in re- in recent games, more, more so. Thankfully, he's been finishing stuff as well, which is it, he was a massive miss, wasn't he? 
Yeah, and that's the feeling when you see the starting eleven and you get the news that obviously Nunes is out, um, that you know that you will miss him. Because uh, we learn to see how he uh, affects games with his style of play, his pace, his uh, you know creative ability as well. Uh, thing is, like you said, he's finished some, uh, you know, had great finishes and, you know, created some goals for us lately. And the thing is, he's also providing for goals lately. So he's just one of them players you always want in your team because you know that something will happen. It will be created something. He will have the chance. He might, you know, not score straight away, but there will always be a danger for the opposition. So that was a massive loss. But at the same time, I wrote on Twitter, I was really pleased and, you know, excited to see Jota back because we know what he can bring as well. And you can tell that he provides good stuff as well. So hopefully he can just come back to match fitness and we will have a player who will, you know, give us points in, in the in the run during the spring as well. Yeah, it was nice to nice to see him back. I would have loved it to be like a Joss has just been like rested and he's come back in because he would have been obviously fit and fired and he had a before we get to the Jota chance, like uh, the Trent, Trent gave them um, a pretty horrific like back pass, and you're just like, what's what's going through his head? And it's Mateta's basically one on one. He looks like he as soon as he sees Ali launching at him, he shits himself a little bit, which you would do when you see <laughs> a big a big cat flying at you at that speed. But uh, yeah, that was just one of a few uh, mistakes. <laughs> defensively by Trent there was another one where he yeah he gets he gets caught out and, and Mateta hits the bar he gets I, I can't remember who robbed the ball off him but he, he gets played back and Mateta hits the bar and you're like fucking hell but then on the flip side of that there's the free kick where it was just so nicely worked like Salah looks like he's going to hit it he, he flicks it with the back of his foot and Trent hits a hits a perfect shot it looks like it's going to be a perfect shot and yeah I, I, like you said, you tweeted, I tweeted as well, saying it was um, if any 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 moment could signify or be encompass what Liverpool season was, it was that it was flying top corner, yeah, um, and it, and you hit your captain square, but pretty, pretty much square in the face, and that was just very disappointing because I think at that time as well, when if the free kick goes in, it just gives us that little bit of a boost, like we always mentioned, scoring first, and for this Liverpool team, scoring first is a must. It always is because we know we're going to concede at some point. We didn't didn't that day, but we're always quite likely to concede them. And maybe should have on that day as well. But that was like that was such a. We always mention like these little moments that like it, it's horrible. But and if you're psychologically strong and you're mentally strong and you're in good form, it doesn't matter because you go right. Well, let's keep going. I'll have another chance and I'll score. But when you were so fragile at the minute and you don't know kind of what Liverpool's going to turn up and kind of and kind of fuck with you a bit more, kind of. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing like he it looks like he's gonna be a perfect free kick he hits Hendo in his head in obviously in the penalty area so I I think I put something like perfect clearance by Hendo uh, you know something like that you know being in the way or a free kick but that that's football as well it, it's it's just massive you know unlock at the moment and it's obviously a bit stupid of you know by Hendo to go the way because that's where Trent with his right foot will put the ball that's obvious for everyone um, but it happens, you know, it goes quick. He probably tried to make himself small. He probably tries to push some players away to create space, but you know, it's just, and it's just in the way. And, you know, I, I won't give him shit for it. That's, that, you know, things like that can happen. And it's, 
bad, but what it's actually more bad in my opinion is that, like you mentioned, you had we had Trent who made loads of errors this game, and I, I put a tweet up where I actually. I, I don't really get that frustrated that much. You know, I got quite, um, you know, I, I can be patient with players and stuff, but I'm actually a little bit, I got angry with the way the Trent, you know, had his body language or, you know, he made faces towards uh, his um, uh, co-players and stuff. Like, I, I don't like that because you can be, you can shake your head or be angry when, like, he put his freaking in the face of Hando. That's uh, that's one thing because he can see the, that angle that the ball is actually going, probably going to give the goalkeeper a, a problem and it might he might even score. But you know, uh, so I can understand the frustration from that. But sometimes a few passes that Trent were supposed to um, achieve, you know, and also other things that happened when they zoomed in with the camera, he was kind of shaking his head, making faces. You know, his body language looks really dull. I don't like that because you first have to look yourself in the mirror and actually, you know, uh, look at your own performance before you start to doing that to you co-players. Because, you know, yes, uh, not everyone was re- was very good. We had problems. We made, you know, missed passes and stuff like that. But you, you, you're not allowed to do that when yourself is shit on the pitch, um, giving the ball away, giving them chances. So, uh, as much as I love Trent, he needs to step it up now and show that he's not only... You know, I know there's a little bit more pressure from him being the local lad, you know, Scouser, you know, playing this team. That's always going to come with it because it's Liverpool. And that's something that he should obviously thrive of and be proud of. And we should be proud of it as well. But I just think if he wants to be a captain material in the future, like to take the steps and, you know, mature in that way, he needs to start to lead by example and lead by his body language and take the fight. I think he just looks really lazy, really tired and sloppy and like he doesn't really care. And that's a big problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just pissed off with, he's kind of the pressures on him. And I think it, he's our creative outlet and he know he knows that well and truly like he's, he's the one that creates most of our stuff and Klopp kind of referenced that after the, after the game, after the game, and has before, like he is our one of our main attacking threats. So we need to give him the platform to be able to do that. So when he's like, like he tried like a crossfield pass and it, it fucked up. And Klopp mentioned after the game, like we didn't try that again after that because we were, I don't know if we were worried that it wouldn't come off and it would go out for another throw. And it's like it's those things that I've just been mentioned. Like it's when you're in good form and whatever, and you, you do it, it doesn't work. You're like, well, it doesn't matter. I'll do it again because I'm more than yeah. capable and world class. That the next pass I see. I'll do it, and we can be in off it. So if the, if the fact that the, those passes are on and he's not doing it because he's other players are maybe shouting at him saying, "Oh, you can't, don't be doing this, get, keep the ball safe." It's just one of those. It's it's a it's trying to have the fine balance because if you do it and it works, it's fine. But if you do it and it doesn't, then people are just going to scream at you, going, "Oh, pl- pay, pass it to me, and I'll pass it over to Robbo, and we'll do it that way or whatever." But yeah, it's, you catch twenty two because he's you, you want him to have creative license, but you don't you don't want to you don't want to stifle that license by telling them not to do things so yeah exactly. i kind of get kind of get his mentality but I, I know what you mean I, i'd rather see him more angry exactly like angry as own and like going into tackles a bit more and shouting at other people himself and he just seems like when he does something wrong his head goes down a little bit and then like van dyke will shout at him or henderson and yeah. he'll kind of go oh fuck off or whatever right and rightly so because he's he's a He's one of the first teamers as well. He's not, I mean, he's still young in terms of his age, but in terms of like stature on the pitch and like I mentioned, creative license, he's one, he's one of our key players. So yeah, he's got, he's got to be able to give it back as well. But we want to see him, like you said, like take on that, um, 
that pressure and kind of let hopefully like like let it thrive. But I, I suppose in the way that we are at the minute, people are saying more and more that we need a need like a more defensive right back and throw Trent midfield. And I think that's been like a a kind of subject that's been floating around for ages. And when when Trent's doing amazing stuff at right back, you don't you thinking why well, why would you change that? But do you think that's something that. Klopp might change because I know it was the it was the way to get Trent into the team initially, like just to get him in right back and he can have creative license and people can cover him and for him. And Klopp's always said like he's not he's not a typical right back. He's so far up. If we lose the ball, someone needs to cover for him. Like he can't get he can't be on their penalty box and then get back to stop their counter attack. It's just it's just impossible. So do you reckon that's something that we might do in the future? Like put Trent right centre midfield or or whatever. Do you think that's even possible? Yeah, well, the, there is a there is a chance, there's an opportunity with it because he got the skills. I, I think he needs to level up maybe in terms of you know physicality, though, because uh, you know playing midfield needs just strength and he's he's not weak, but he needs a little bit more muscles. I would say, in my opinion, but you know, just start off with what we discussed just before that. I, I understand if he's frustrated with himself and he is you know right, rightly so to be that. That's fine, but I don't like the. The way of you know doing things towards your uh, co-players because you know when they did things wrong like pass and stuff that's when I where, where I felt like everyone can make a you know miss pass everyone can misjudge a pass everyone can you know make a lose the ball or whatever <clears throat> but you know you shouldn't be shaking your head and you know like you're it's, it's more of a signal of saying like fucking hell your shit you know you shouldn't do that you should more be you know try to. Uh, pick the team up by leading by example, especially when you know that he wants to be the captain one day, obviously, because he's from from the city and he's been a Liverpool fan and, you know, since he was a kid and all that. So that's one part of it. But to come back to what you said about midfield, yeah, I, I see that he could play in midfield in the future because he got all the skills, you know, his feet, you know, his passes, everything is really, really good in that um, area. But the thing is, as a right back, he usually drifts into the central as well. You know, when we have people, you know, coming up, like coming, uh, uh, what do you call it, like overtake him on the on the right side, like, like Hando did before, like in the... Uh, Previous season and stuff like that, but it depends if we can find a really good right back. Everyone talked about Ramsey, obviously, you know, being this young uh, prospect that could come in and do that, and it could be an opportunity to move Trent up in the midfield. At the moment, I think he's more um, useful in uh, as a right back because he gives us, uh, like you said, the offensive um, abilities and creativity that we need from that spot. So there's no point to think of that now, I, I, in my opinion. But uh, in the future, maybe I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Like, I can see him play there because he got the skills, but it's it's hard to find the, another right back that could provide so many assists and points for you because he can defend. It's just that everyone else now and us together as a collective team is not very good at it, and that's been a problem the whole season. But when we were great and no one scored against us, you know, we had the cover for him, like you mentioned. He could that's do. It. He he had his freedom, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So everything kind of clicks together and holds together as a collective not just one person yeah i think it depends on if if we sign the right players whenever that is then i think trent goes back to what he's doing best anyway because we're going to have the right people in the right positions at the minute i just feel like he's he's kind of fucked because if he goes too far forward and we concede off it then it's just going to be like, oh, Trent's out of position, blah, 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 blah. But at the minute, he's just giving away stupid passes. Like, that isn't, yeah. that isn't like Trent at all. Like, he might do one every now and again, but he's doing he's doing far 
too many uh, in in certain areas, especially when you're away from home and it's and it's nil nil. Like you, it's very it's very dangerous. But then you don't want to take that out of him. You don't want to take the potential for him to be doing stuff like that, which could open up a game. And we've seen time and time again, Trent can do that. Switch a play to Robbo. Robbo's in, and we could score off it. So you wanna you wanna encourage that, but just trying to find yeah. the right time to to do them, I suppose, which is the most difficult thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have I mentioned like Trent a few messes up with uh, at the back. Mateta, it's the bar, but Salah, Salah, it's the bar as well, and it, it, it's from a Trent pa- Trent pass. Trent puts a good ball into the box. I think it's into Jota's feet. Jota tries to swivel on it and uh, hit it. It takes a deflection and it comes back to Salah, and it's Salah's eyes light up, and you can see exactly what he's going for. Far corner, top corner, and yeah, it's the bar, and it's just it's just very very unlucky because if that goes in, I'm sure people will be like papers over the cracks, and it probably does because Liverpool weren't very good at all. But it gives us the three points that it doesn't matter at the minute. Like we're playing, we're playing yeah. pretty badly. You don't know what Liverpool's going to turn up, uh, so. I, if we would have won that game one nil, I would have been fucking made up. But it was, it was one of those like it was just like with the Trent free kick getting blocked and whatever else. They had a few good chances, and then we hit the bar. It just you just feel like it's we could have played for another ninety minutes and and wouldn't have scored. And I think you can say that pretty much about most of the games this season. But it was it was an unlucky chance, weren't it? And unlucky for Salah not to get another one. Yeah, and like you said, it's a, it's a you know it's a strength to actually you know score. You know them kind of goals when the opportunity arises where you actually go and win the game by doing that, and you know you're not playing good. That's the thing. Like we we've seen it so many times before when we have grabbed three points uh, in you know home or away games where we haven't been really good, but we still manage to you know make sure that we score and then we can um, control the game from that. And we we've seen it the, the the season we won the you know the won the Premier League, and we've seen it the seasons where we competed with City all the way through. We have had games where we didn't play well, but we still managed to win. That's a strength in itself. And, you know, that's that's what's the strength of uh, the 90s and early 2000s Man United teams as well. Like sometimes they were not very good, but they kept on going and they managed to score. Whenever they scored, if that was, you know, late in the game, they just kept on going and just scored one and they got three points. And that that is something that, you know, so in these kind of games where you just feel like it's not our day and it's not going to happen and we're going to get hopefully the one point because uh, the first thing we don't want to do here is to concede a goal to, to lose them all um so yeah i there was a few opportunities but like i said we, we really missed nunez um but you know if we you know he couldn't play obviously because of the knock on the shoulder and the problems he had from that so hopefully he's back against wolves but um jota was doing good you know he's coming back from an injury but i think that he's you know moving into areas playing clever football with you know his um players that are around him in his areas as well like you want a little one two passes and uh, if he can come up to speed and get into match form i think you know he will actually provide loads of points for us i'm, I'm looking forward to that because we need to have the, um, the options when we're going forward as well because we can't just rely obviously on nunez i want him to play every game but Sometimes you need to be able to mix it up a bit. And uh, there's a few, obviously, positives to take from the game as well, like Jota playing uh, quite, quite good as well. So hopefully you can just move forward from this. But just think that we got to one point, and that's one, like Klopp said, that's one point more than we had before the game. So <laughs> to try to be, yeah. be positive. That's hard as that is to see, because yeah. <laughs> when Liverpool are... Yeah, it's just one of those. If we would have we won it, it would have been obviously fucking amazing. Three points closer, especially with Spurs. 
Spurs winning as well kind of pushed themselves a bit further. To, it's yeah. about two points further away from, from us as well. But you just mentioned there, like Jota, like he had a good chance at the at the post from like a yard out, but it was a tricky one. He had another chance where he comes like out. No, and, no way, no way. Nah, he couldn't, like have, he couldn't have scored yeah. that. And he had another one on the half volley type thing, and it was like, yeah, he's got obviously the loads of ability. And with Wolves coming up, he could um, <laughs> play against his former team as as he as he likes to do. So. Let's just might as well discuss the Wolves then in terms of team prediction because we've just been mentioning Nunes and stuff and Klopp's doing his presser today. So this is before the presser, so we don't know if hopefully Klopp's going to get... The first question's going to be, Jürgen, is Nunes fit? <laughs> yes, he is. He's fucking ready to score an Atrich. That's what, we're <laughs> hope, that's what we hope he's going to say. Well, yeah. So we said four four changes for the Palace game. How many, how many changes do you think for, for Wolves, lad? Sorry, uh, you made you made me laugh. There. That was fun. Uh, uh, I could just see it in front of me, like someone said that and asked that question. Jurgen's <laughs> like, "Yes, he's fucking yes, ready. He's got a score hat trick." Yeah, just shut up now. Um, I I hope that Nunes is fit so he can come back into play because we need him. Um, don't know if that will be, you know, uh, putting Jota on the bench or if it would actually mean that we could play Nunez up front, uh, Gakpo going out as a substitute uh, substitute option and actually Jota on the left, or Nunez come in to the left and Jota goes into the middle because, you know, Gakpo is doing it good for us and, you know, he scored a few uh, goals now lately and he's coming into that position more and more. But sometimes when even if you're doing well, it could be like, well, we have a few plays back now. We just want to try and see what that can bring as well. So it's not too much pressure on him. So, um, it's hard to say because I think Jota obviously is better playing uh, the same role as Gakpo has done than Nunez because Nunez is more of you know being close to the defensive line and run behind with his speed than being this you know player coming in deep, uh, meeting the ball and all that. Gakpo is more better of uh, doing that in my opinion, but that means that Jota could do it because he's quite good with you know dropping off, coming down into the into spacing, receive a ball, turn around, and actually you know play it again if that could be wide to Nunes or whatever. So I, I wouldn't mind with Nunes, Jota, and Salah to be honest if we had that uh, attacking three. Uh, but uh, in the end of the day, I'm just happy that we got the options, so it's actually you know we can actually have those questions instead of just using the same players all the time. So. But I like to see Jota play more because I think he gives us something else as well as well as Nunes does. I think there's something that is creatively dangerous for the opposition when he plays. So I would like to see Jota play. Yeah, I I think it'll be if Nunes is fit. If Klopp does say those words, then I think it's Nunes. Nunes straight in. I I think because I think we've seen Gakpo. He could have. We we mentioned the Palace game. He could have. He could have got a late win at himself where Salah plays it through, and if he just lobs. Um, Loves Gaeta in the in, in the in the right way. He gets he gets the winner, and it could be a different story. But he, he looked he looked good again. Little link up play, and he was yeah. showing a bit of pace and a bit of technical ability getting around their players. So I think I think he deserves to start. And hopefully, if Nunes is fit straight in for Jota, Jota's only just came back from injury. So I think True. him on the bench probably is probably better in my mind, especially against a Wolves team that we need to early goals and whatever. And I think Nunes can can more than provide that with the with the pacing behind and then just the midfield then I suppose Bacetic came out came on for the last six minutes so I imagine Bacetic comes in for Milner starts left centre mid um, and yeah it just depends on what he fancies doing with because obviously Hendo started in the six and Cater started on the right Cater got hooked after half time because he got early yellow and made we haven't even mentioned him made loads of 
little niggly fouls, and it was like, yeah, he needs to needs to get yeah. wrapped, ripped off the the field. Yeah. So it depends if he wants to go back back to Bacetic, Fabinho, and and um, Henderson or Elliot in midfield. Yeah, he he came in and did well. I, I wouldn't say he did great, but you know he still showed you know the you know the willingness to do something and creativity as well. So you know the the right signs were there, and I like that. You know he's still very young, so you know he's he's good. But I think I would go with uh, Fabinho, Bicetic, and Henderson again because I think they ha- has been good when we played games now and actually won obviously before the Real Madrid game, <laughs> but. Um, to actually just look at it, I, I really like Elliot, but I think we need the mixture of obviously Bicetic been doing that great, and everyone wants to see him. He deserves to get more chances as well, even after Real Madrid, because everyone was shit there because we were ripped apart. But he's been really good. I thought he was good when he came in against Palace as well. He didn't play that much, but he did a bit of interruption, you know, you know, tracked them down, did some tackles. I think you know he he shows all the time that he got the skills. So I would like to see him play again. We can talk about whatever, you know, whatever about Henderson and that Trent free kick. But in terms of, I know that he plays loads of balls, you know, back to the uh, defenders or play it just, you know, across and people want more of a creativity from him. But to be honest, I think he's one of them who's got the routine and experience to sometimes just make sure. Sometimes, obviously, you need to see the spaces where you're going to play it forward because it can create something dangerous because you win space uh, against your position if you like if you know what i mean like you you pass the ball into a dangerous area where things can happen but sometimes i think just hendo is the experienced player that just want to keep the ball and keep it safe as well like not doing anything stupid have more patience keep the ball and then we find another way if we switch to play or whatever so people can always say oh i should have passed at this but sometimes it's fine. Start again. Go to the other side or whatever. As long as we keep the ball, the opposition can't score. It's very simple. So it's sometimes I used to think that he's one of them because he's played the game for so long. Uh, and then obviously Fabinho, uh, <laughs> he gives and takes. You know that's the thing. But I rather you see him come in and maybe continue uh, on what the, the path that he was uh, having against uh, Everton and Newcastle as well. So. Uh, that would be the midfield for me. I just—it's just a feeling that I have. I don't want to mixture up too bit uh, too much now when they actually made some good um, performances. Um, and you know the the midfield against Crystal Palace with Milner and Henderson and Keita. To be honest, as much as we love Milner and Henderson, Keita don't really. To be honest, I don't really care so much because I feel like he's never been a Liverpool player for me, which might be hard to say, but it's just because he's been fucking injured since he came. He's done yeah. great things he's for good us. Last year. But he's been good, but it's just yeah. like you always forget about him. Yeah, like it's, yeah. He's, yeah so I think, you know, he, he, yeah, that's he's the thing. But, not available know. enough, is he? Like, he's, he's one of them. Like, he comes into the team and he's always been like, all right, he's going to have five good games and he's going to get injured. It was it always happened, like, the whole time he's been here. So, yeah, I think I, I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Elliot right center mid in this game, you know. I think at, at home, he's not played loads recently. He came on at half time against. Palace and got got a half in, in the legs. He's not played as much recently because of, I suppose, because of the emergence of Bacetic really and kind of took his space, obviously, on the other side. But everyone's yeah. kind of shuffled along to allow Bacetic to come in, and rightly so, because he's that good. And I think apart from that, there's no other there's no other subs to make unless, because unless, Klopp mentioned like Trent 
has played too much footy. Whether he gives him a, a break in this one, I mean, that Twitter will fucking implode if it happens. And if he if he throws Milner uh, in there, or yeah, at home against Wolves where we play at Anfield, which should be an advantage, we need our yeah. creative players. Like as much as we love Milner, Trent will always be first choice in my book. And to be honest, especially now when he's didn't do very well against Crystal Palace, it's the way of you know. Uh, showing him that you have belief in him to play him again and I think you know at home there's another there's a much more of a bigger chance that you hopefully perform better because you got the crowd behind you and all that so to me that would be a little bit of a gamble and I didn't I, I wouldn't like it to be honest because that could be something that you know gives them more of a chance and not also takes creativity away from us so yeah I'm I'm just going off what Klopp said. Like he he needs a he needs a break, but he, <laughs> we've got no other players that can can do what he does. Unless you want to change it up and go like, like Milner. I mean, it would be great if Gomez was was fifth because he could just put Gomez in there and be a bit more yeah. defensively solid, I suppose, a bit more pace. But and we now we get onto the dreaded score predictions, lad. But I don't, I don't remember what we said last for for last game. I honestly can't. I think I said did I say two one. Yeah, I, I said remember. 2 1, I think, uh, to Liverpool. 2 1, and it was going to be a tight and hard game. But uh, yeah. <laughs> what, are, you, but, are you going for the same again? No, no, no. I'm thinking like we we just have to, like we have had to do so many times this season, we have to bounce back uh, and we play at home. It's Wolves, even though they are not bad. We should be able to be so much better than them at home, to be honest. Especially with players like hopefully. Nunez back and all that kind of stuff. So I go and say, I gotta be fucking optimistic here. I'm gonna say three nil Liverpool. <laughs> wow, that that is very, very optimistic. I, I mean, I like it. It's better. Than, it's, you might as well be optimistic than pessimistic. I understand yeah, but I, I'm I'm thinking sometimes at some point when we especially play at home against a team that are all right, but not you know the best in the world, and we we need to just have that kind of performance with things like we we, we have had it against obviously Everton, and we know you know, but we need to just have that performance again where we win a game like that that can help yeah. us to build more self confidence going forward. So I just you know hope for it every game, especially at home. Like this is the game where we do something like that where we can build on. So it helps all players individually, but also as a you know team that we can go forward like that. So instead of being like, nah, we're not gonna play good or it's gonna be a, a draw or whatever. I'm just gonna go, let's fuck it. Let's go three nil and do it this time. I, I I feel so much better doing that. So that's why <laughs> Yeah. And and Wolves battered us recently. So there's a bit like I don't know, not not revenge because it's fucking wolves at the end of the day, but like just a bit a bit of a bit of payback, I suppose, for yeah. us being shit. Us now we're at home. We've got I was going to say we've got a bit of form in the bank, but I, sp- <laughs> I suppose in terms of Premier League, was it two wins and two wins and a draw? So what's that? Seven points, seven points out of nine. I suppose in terms of a, a mini, a very very fucking small form table of three games, we're not doing too badly. So. So as we can we can take that with us and take a take a clean sheet as well with us as well. So let's hope yeah. we can. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm. I don't think I'm too. I don't know if I'm. I'm optimistic, but I don't know if I'm that optimistic. But I think two. I think two one is just a a sound Liverpool prediction because you know yeah. we're going to concede at some point probably. So a heart and attack and no fingernails. That's what you're saying. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. An early an early death for us all by just they're going to just shelve. To shave ten years off our lives by constantly yeah. being one very, question, very. One question for you: um, Do you think that Konate would 
play, be playing now because we saw photos of him being back, or do you think we will wait until Man United if if he's coming into fitness and all that kind of stuff? That, that I know that's the yeah, that's a good question actually. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, if he's if he's back, he's done. And Klopp said before the Palace game, he's done two sessions. So imagine he's done a few more sessions since then. So I suppose technically, he he will be fit. And I think if he's fit, I think you put him in honestly because I just feel like Matip just looks ever shaky at the moment. Van Dijk's yeah. clearly more ha- happier when he's got Canate next to him because he's absolutely a beast. Canate then gives Trent the license to go even further forward. It kind of yeah. just helps in all. <laughs> In all angles. So yeah, if if Klopp wants to elaborate on what he said earlier, what I, that little fake little scenario I gave where he goes, yeah, down and he's fit, he's going to score at Atra. <laughs> and Canate's back, so we're sound for right centre-back. Then I think we'll all be very happy. But I, I don't know, it depends if we want to... Like I said, they're both, they're both at home, aren't they? Wolves and United, so... Exactly. So maybe you would like just to see, okay, Wolves, we should be able to handle them at home anyway. So maybe we should just wait uh, to put him in uh, until Man United because that will be more of a massive game obviously. Yeah. Difficult difficult one. I mean, either or. I yeah. think, I mean, if... Yeah, I would like to see him back but then it's, you, you're risking the uh, an injury or like exactly. whatever in, in this game. When, we we yeah. need him for United, don't we? So I suppose yeah. whatever whatever he fancies but I suppose being our own we can, we can be... I don't know. I'd like to say we'd like, we could be a bit weaker and still win, but that's not true. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. We need to be as strong as possible to win all games. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one. Hopefully, hopefully, Canate and Nunes are both back fit. Canate on the bench maybe comes on for the last ten minutes. Nunes hopefully starts for me. Uh, but yeah, just before we go, I want to just give another another little shout for our live show, which is coming up on the first of April in North Shopping in Sweden. So. If you if you fancy coming, if you're in the if you're in the area of North Shopping in Sweden, then just let us know because we've got we've had a good response on on Facebook so far where we've created the event. So we've had a good response on there, and yeah, it's looking it's looking exciting. I've booked I've booked me flights flights are done, hotels are sorted. So we're all we're all we're all booked in. We just need to um, see how many are going to be turning up, but it's it's exciting, isn't it, lad? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I, I've I've only done this kind of stuff before, obviously with a Swedish podcast, and that was fun. But I'm thinking, you know, it's it's nice to have you coming over, Mick, and we get the chance to try it out with the Copai podcast, and uh, you get the chance, obviously, to come to Sweden for the first time and meet supporters from here. Uh, and you know, we we put out the event on on Friday. And uh, we are almost like 30 people already confirming they're coming. So, you know, in a couple of days, just, uh, you know, 30 people have said so. So I will expect like at least a double or even more maybe, you know, in the when when we when we're there like about 50 60 70 people maybe even more i don't know but something like that would be nice because that's what they usually bring and you know with for support meetings like normal ones and some people might see this as something extra as well for them because it's a uh, fun thing for them to to go and see and listen to and for us as well to just hang around with people and have bevies and talk about Liverpool and watch a game together so I think it would be brilliant and I'm, I'm looking forward to spend the week in the North Shipping with you because I get the chance also to like I said before show you around where I live before it's a nice city it's a very beautiful city with loads of water and nice old buildings so uh, there will definitely be a pub crawl uh, when we're there <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's an amazing thing for us to do. So hopefully we can, you know, get this done in a really, really good way. And that can open doors for us to maybe do something like this, you know, similar somewhere else. Uh, even if that is yeah. in Sweden or in England or wherever it might be, it could be a really nice thing to just build on. 
Yeah, definitely. I can't. I can't actually wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna be boss. It's gonna be like you said, bevies. Fucking loads of bevies. Loads of Liverpool <laughs> chat. Hopefully, Liverpool against Man City's a good one, so we can celebrate after and and um, yeah. Just if you if you do fancy coming, or if you're in the area or whatever, just if, obviously if you're not in the in the Facebook group, which I imagine if you listen to this, you you're probably not, but you but you might be. But if you're not, just let us know on. On our socials, so if you you could DM us on Instagram, Copy Podcast, or Twitter, Copy Podcast, um, or yeah, on a, either of those, just let us know if you if you even if you're a maybe, just let us know. Uh, but we'll be giving like stuff away, like a giveaway as well from Jack Design, which we haven't confirmed what we'll be taking yet, but it'll probably be like some mugs and um, maybe a few calendars, some prints. So there's going to be quite a quite a lot to to give away like and if you haven't seen his stuff then do head over to jackdesign.uk forward slash shop and you can have a look at all of his stuff and we've currently got a partnership with him if you enter the code copy 10 you get 10 percent off so if you wanted to buy some stuff um or if you want to wait around and you go into the event and you might want you fancy winning it then do that do that instead because we'll have we'll have loads of good stuff available uh but yeah nice one everyone we'll leave it there Nice one for listening once again. Nice one, Christian, for jumping on. <laughs> yeah, we'll finishing off back. with a positive, yeah, positive feeling now. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if Nunes, if Nunes and Carty back, I'm sound. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see you all very soon. We'll be back later this week on Thursday. We'll be joined by the Echoes, Paul Ghost, who is a a legend, a good guy. So we'll be doing the ho- hopefully what a good Wolves chat. We'll be doing it with Paul, and then hopefully we're going to be doing. It another uh, stat show with Mike Reeve from Opta because the last one went down very well. It was it was it was at a in that good area where we we'd won some games and stuff, but let's hope we can beat Wolves and there's some good stats coming off the back of that and then there's some stats we can look forward to for the United game as well. Uh, so look forward to them. And yeah, nice one everyone. See you all very soon. Nice one. Podcast Network.